there, and welcome back to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. I'm Jeremy Shear, and my guest today is Maddie DeCastro, VP of Growth and Operations at VidMob, a platform for intelligent creative. Maddie, it is awesome to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Really excited to be here. In a second, we're going to dive into what exactly intelligent creative is, because that's like at the core of what you guys do. And so we're going we're gonna to do a pretty deep dive into that. But first, let's do a little bit of a, a shallow dive into you. Tell us a little bit about who you are, your background, and you know your role at Vidma. Sure. So my name is Matty DeCastro. I tried Matthew at one point in my life. It never really stuck. So since I was about six months old, I've gone by Matty. I live in Chicago, Illinois with my beautiful wife and two lovely daughters, Colby and Camilla, who are six and five. In my career, I, I started out in banking. It wasn't for me. And I've worked in some capacity of technology and media ever since. I spent uh, a fair bit of time at Ticketmaster before it was acquired by Interactive Corp. And then I worked at Meta Platforms for 13 years before joining Bitmob. And my role at Bitmob is primarily to build the mid-market sales channel and build our operational infrastructure cross-functionally to help the company scale. You guys are a tech company. You offer a platform for intelligent creative. So let's just start right there. What is that? What is intelligent creative? So I'll, I'll tell a little bit of a story here just on a journey. And I, I'm not exactly sure what to call it. We call it the, the 2010s or the, the 20 teens. Well, let's go with let's go with the 2010s. I like the 2010s. Okay. So the 2010s. So think about digital marketing, you know, kind of in a post-search era. So 2000 to 2010 was heavily focused on capturing intent signal at search and driving to a website for somebody to potentially make a transaction, right? Like Google created the category to do that. Then when we look at the 2010s, it really became about leveraging data and creating audiences and automation. And this is what companies like Meta did so well, and then the trade desk eventually. But digital marketing was so focused, whether it be B2B or B2C, on creating those audiences and then optimizing based on the data you got from creating those audiences. Now, creative was always a component of it because creative is actually what you saw once you were targeted by one of those algorithms. But no one really knew how that creative was performing because it was always really based on an emotion. Like, I love to think about like the great ads that you've seen. One that comes to mind for me is... Uh, the Michael Jordan Respector game, which I think Wyden Kennedy did, but you know, it showed all the young athletes doing all of Jordan's moves. And I remember just having chills watching that, right? It was such an emotive response. But other than the human emotion, no one really understood why the creative was performing, right? And then as privacy laws change and audience segmentation is changing and will continue to change, our founders saw an opportunity to measure the effectiveness of creative frame by frame. And if you understood how your creative was performing, and then you paired that with audience creation and optimization, your digital marketing altogether just got more effective. And it can be really, really simple things. It can be like, is the ad red? Is it blue? Is your logo in the first three seconds of a video? So we can measure those things and it just gets better over time. The other interesting thing that the platform can do is it can help a company adhere not only to its own brand guidelines. So for instance, take a, a large pharmaceutical company, like are they LDA compliant? They could put those parameters into the platform. We can look at every piece of creative they run globally and tell the company if they're adhering to their own standards. 
Another version of that is we can tell a marketer if they're adhering to a platform best practice. So if YouTube's, you know, best practices, 15 second shorts tend to perform better or on Meta, have your logo in the first three seconds. We can give marketers the ability to understand, are they compliant internally to themselves and are they adhering to marketing platform best practices? So it really has become solving a analytics problem with software, but also harnessing the continued power of human creativity. And we really believe that we're creating a category here as well as a business, which is exciting. I mean, it, it's still early days, but uh, it's been pretty, pretty fun to watch this evolve. That's really interesting. So, and I want to make sure that I'm, that I totally understand what you're saying. So that the point here is that given the current environment for marketers or really for anyone putting content online, right. But especially for marketers, it's the creative itself. The content itself has taken on greater and greater importance. And so you want to make sure that what you're creating is optimized to engage the audience you're, that you're trying to engage. And you guys have a tool to be able to measure that in a way that wasn't possible before. Am I on the right track there? Absolutely. And to build on it with a little bit of data, if, if you were to look at YouTube best practices, YouTube will say that 70% of performance on the platform is actually driven by creative. But if you look at the 20 teens again, and that's so much marketing, you know, horsepower was focused on that 30% of audience creation and optimization. And that 70%, the most important lever you could pull was not put by the wayside, but was just hard to understand, right? You didn't know if that ad or this ad wasn't the audience. And what we're trying to do is help marketers understand. And the really interesting thing is, as this category continues to evolve, I think this is going to be a major trend, you know, for the 2020s. It gets better over time. So the more ads you run that are intelligent, the more you understand if it's performing or not performing and why. And then you can alter that or you can augment it into your next campaign. So I, I think it's going to become a really, really powerful tool. What do you think the implications of this are for B2B content marketers? And I'm talking about not just people who are using your platform, but for B2B marketers in general, given how you're describing the current landscape of content production and consumption. And I ask that because I think any you know content marketing team, whether they're aware of this concept or not of the creative intelligence, or you know, even if you go back to the 2000 teens or tens, whatever we want to call it, those teams, they were putting a lot of thought and effort into their content, right? Thinking about their audience and trying to create videos and blogs and podcasts and all kinds of different things that are going to be engineered and calibrated to really engage that audience. So it's not like they weren't doing that already, right? But it sounds like, you know, based on what you're saying, that that's just become all the more important in our current climate. So for a given, just for any, you know, general marketing team, B2B content marketing team, what's the implication of this in your opinion? Yeah. And let me just be clear. We're not trying to replace like the incredible content and hard work and video production and, and, and thoughtful approaches and historical context and incredible design that content marketing teams are, are doing. We're actually trying to augment it. We're trying to help like that incredible content that's being created be understood and then allowed to be optimized based on data. So we're trying to bring a software solution that actually augments that. And to your first question, Jeremy, what I would say is from an overall B2B marketing perspective, more and more of that is coming online. 
right? I mean, if you think about really powerful platforms like Meta, but you also think about ones like LinkedIn, right? I mean, if you want to reach a target audience of, of your core business consumers and sell to another business, like these digital platforms are becoming more and more powerful. And just from a media perspective, I think we'll see more dollars just as we have on on the big platforms from a B2C perspective flow in that way. Even if you think about, you know, how much traffic that someone like a G2 garners over time where someone might be looking for software. And I think the content being able to cut through on these digital platforms and be relevant and then be understood and allowed to be optimized, I think is going to be just incredibly important as we go into the next 10 years. Right. I mean, I think that's kind of the heart of it, right? Content that cuts through the noise. I've talked to hundreds of marketers on this podcast. And that's a theme that comes up again and again and again. And that's no surprise, right? Just in an environment where everybody's producing content. I mean, every company has kind of become a media company and is just putting content out there day after day after day. And the more content that's out there, it's like it feeds on itself. You know, then you just have to keep producing more. And how do you, how do you get out of that sea of sameness? You know, how do you cut through? And there's no one answer to that, but I guess like what I'm hearing from you is that a big part of that is having as fine-grained an understanding as possible of what is going to engage an audience or when you have content that does engage, really understanding like, what about that content was engaging, like as you put it, literally kind of frame by frame, like getting as microscopic as you can. That's exactly it. And I mean, just to, just to kind of dimensionalize it a little bit, let's say that you and I were running a big campaign for a manufacturing company on LinkedIn, right? And we're trying to sell to, you know, a, a supplier or whatever it might be. And we're trying to locate that audience on LinkedIn. Let's say that our performance drops significantly. And our audiences are relatively the same. Our optimization tactics still appear to be working. Why is that happening? Well, it must be the content. If you were to take that campaign and run it across our platform, it might be that we weren't adhering to LinkedIn best practices anymore because LinkedIn had, had changed an algorithm or changed a surface or an ad product. Or maybe our video was just too long, like we were seeing people drop off. Or maybe you know the colors were wrong. And once we understand that, we can optimize. And what we're seeing from people that are using our platform is once they actually do that, they see their performance improve. And so I think, you know, we're at the precipice of, of this new category that I think could really help content marketing, you know, become more effective, especially on these digital platforms as they become more pervasive. So I think, you know, I'd be hard pressed to find any marketer, especially any B2B marketer that would probably disagree that the quality of the content is becoming more and more important in order to cut through, right? And really get attention. What's your advice for marketing teams that understand this and want to go more in that direction? What's your advice other than signing up with you guys, right? And, you know, using your, your platform, because that would be obviously one way to go, but, but, you know, alongside that, or say, you know, aside from that, what would be your advice for marketing teams that are struggling with, you know, we're struggling to cut through? Like, what do you, what are the core things that you really need to do to, in order to get out of that? To take Vidmob out of this, you know, if you look back again to the, the 20 teams, you create competitive advantage for your business with data. And so the more data you have, the more competitive advantage you have. And so if you think about the insight that was garnered from audience creation, you know, through the 20 teams, you knew a lot about who your consumer was. You could find them on Meta, you could find them on Google. 
and you knew who your target buyer was, like you knew your customer profile. I think now, you know, my advice is like, we can give, and not Vidma, but the category can give data and help you create strategic advantage around how your content is performing that you own. So now over time, just like you garnered insight from that audience, you'll understand the content that resonates with your target audience and you can continue to optimize and make that better over time. And the more you do that, the more data you have, the more insight you have, the smarter you could be and the more effective you can be in driving performance. So, I mean, my advice would be, you know, working with a category like this is just going to help you create more strategic advantage for your business and, and better marketing performance. Okay. Well, Maddie, a ton of great insights there. Really great conversation. Really enjoyed it. I hope you did too. So thank you so much. I did, Jeremy. Thank you so much for having me on the show and uh, love to be a guest anytime. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.